So, Bill, clearly there's a, a bit of a hint of change that's in the air. You mentioned it before here at Travel Riders Radio, but how did Taylor Swift know? Tay-Tay and, knows everything, Graham. Yeah, I'm worried about <laughs> that. And as sad as you might all be after nine years that we're giving Willie the flick after this week, next week's show will put a, a fresh spin on it. There's a new theme and some other new features. So, uh, Belinda... What do you want to know about the backstory of Travel Writers Radio? I mean, how long have you been doing this for, Graham? This is our ninth year. We started off on the internet, actually, in a small studio in St Kilda, off St Kilda Road. So we did that, and um, that was a bit of fun. I was doing it with Peter Watson, who brought to the channel his expertise as a former... Uh, well, he ran the agency business for for Jet Set, not Jet Star, Jet Set. He's his label as... Uh, big travel business. So he knew the industry, which I didn't know a lot about. Yeah, Peter was great. Unfortunately, we lost Peter a couple of years later, 2016. A throat cancer, unfortunately, took Pete from us. But, you know, he, he left a great legacy in the sense of how he set things up. And we're still, to a large extent, doing doing that today with a few tweaks, obviously. Did you? So did you start with Willie Nelson? Yeah, we did. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, I just, you know, I type things into the search and sometimes it brings up an answer, sometimes it doesn't. And, and I was sort of thinking, you know, uh, we are on the road a lot, you know, we're, we're journos, we're travellers, we're this, we're that. And up comes Willie and I thought, oh, it's sort of laid back. And I, I like Willie's sort of, um, he's always fighting with the tax office in, in the US. Willie's, I thought Willie was cool. No, he's not completely gone. The funniest thing is, if you look on the Travel Writers Radio Instagram page, you, Willie will live on. There's a group of uh, quite a few of our contributors who were on the GAN, the train that runs across Australia, of course, and they did this fantastic little reel and they're all singing about being on the road again. So I yeah. think they were thinking of you when they did it, Graham. So if you go, if you are on Instagram and have a look, it's Travel Writers Radio. Yeah, I well... Thought, I- oh, it made me laugh and it made me think of you, Graham. Ah, oh, well, that's, that's, that's very kind. You know, he's, he's a character and uh, I, I wish him well. So I suppose the other thing I would say uh, to you in terms of the, the history of the show, Belinda, and you'd understand this working in newspapers as you have for a while, when they were all getting, when journos were all getting sacked, it was through no fault of their own. This new technology called Method, and actually Carolyn Jasinski was a super user of this particular software, and it basically allowed the newspaper to bring a story in and to ingest it, which is a term they use for feeding it into the machine, and it would then spit out in various forms the different types of treatment of a story. It might be a big feature story. It might be a script for radio or television, something for a column. Uh, basically, they'd pre-formatted. I guess AI was involved, but they weren't using that term. And so there were section heads who used to be in newspapers were no longer required because um, the particular style of the section was being delivered by this device based on the story that it only sort of needed to one journo. And I thought, gee, what can we do about that? And so part of the reason for setting up the radio show was to give these writers uh, some experience in a new medium, but the opportunity to still, still tell their story. So it was all, you know, this is a, this is a volunteer business. You love the salary that I've offered you, uh, Belinda, I know that. 
and it, uh, it, it gives me riches that I, I know, cannot even it's conceive. Beyond. <laughs> That's right. You don't need a bank uh, for these for these riches. But uh, yeah, so that was my sort of uh, my give back, I suppose. I've had a I've had a pretty happy career in journalism over as well. It's more than fifty years now, but uh, I am showing my age, obviously, when I when I say that. I know, but, I'm not going to um, tell you how many years I've been in the industry. I'm just I, I know you've I... been a while too, but I'm too polite <laughs> to mention it. Thank and, you. And uh, pick up your pension check on the way out. But um, <laughs> no, I think that basically I was, I was trying to do something for these guys who I know still have stories. And we're all about storytelling in one way or another. And uh, I love the sort of human interest factor that's involved in our industry. You know, travel isn't only about sitting in the seat looking at the uh, the window of the plane. I mean, there's a whole lot of humans been involved in getting you there and when you arrive in dealing with you and showing you good experiences, things you don't know about, teaching you even though you may not think you're being taught. So they're the sorts of stories that we've been bringing to our listeners and we've got 2,500 stories up on SoundCloud, which is our sort of repository, and that'll yeah. continue. Can I ask you, Graham, what is the story that stands out the most for you from all of those 25? Well, I, I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a little, I'm, I was a technology writer for quite a while. Uh, I was one of the early technology writers in Australian journalism. And uh, I've been lucky to have met a lot of people and travelled around the world uh, doing that sort of work in the IT industry when a PC was really quite special. Uh, now they're everywhere. But, uh, and there's more power in my watch than in my original computer, I think. But the story that stands out to me is curious. There was a, an Italian couple who were driving a, uh, well, it's like a pickup truck, but it had a sort of a caravan hanging off the back of it. They're probably a technical term for this device. <laughs> I don't know. But they had driven from Alaska to Ushuaia, and then they uh, were going to go into the South American continent and... Uh, come back up. The pandemic hit. They were discovered in a small part of Patagonia by the locals who discovered they were Italian. And at this point, Italy was the most uh, transmissive state of the whole planet. And people in Italy were sort of falling like flies from this COVID thing that not many people knew much about. And they suddenly felt under that they were under some sort of personal attack. And so the police locked them up in this little town in a campground that was designed there for the police officers from around the uh, the state to come and have a holiday. So they were locked in and they're in their camper truck thing. Uh, anyway, I interviewed them virtually on the side of the road borrowing a Wi-Fi signal from a servo. And this couple, uh, they're still around, but they've now had a baby and also the partner, the male partner, has had a massive stroke from oh. which he's fully recovered. But there, so there's sort of been the highs and the lows, the technology that was involved that allowed us to have a perfectly clear conversation using our special high-definition audio platform. So it was all sort of rolled up into one, and I've spoken to them three or four times now. I probably owe them another call. It was a great sort of uh, human interest story. That's a fantastic story. And you find, um, you know, when you're travelling, which, I, you know, I've been covering travel for a, a few years, um, you just meet so many great people and, and you want to capture their stories. And I've been doing it in print 
yeah. uh, predominantly in print for a really long time. Um, but this is really exciting to to bring it to radio as well. I think it's you know you really get that immediacy. I'm just I'm actually amazed that you managed to get a decent Wi-Fi signal in Patagonia because let me tell you the the couple of times that I've been down that part of the world. It's blissful in its uh, in your isolation. Yeah, <laughs> like you are so uh, isolated. Look, it, was, it was fortuitous, Bell, that that they were able to get that particular signal. But you know, I've I've had some incredible luck in talking to people because, as you know, well, the platform we are talking on now is this particular platform, and it's what is used by the BBC World Service. And, and I've used it in almost anywhere you'd care to mention. I haven't tried it in Antarctica, but I've used it up in Alaska. So It's, it's quite surprising, it's just... actually, that you haven't used it in Antarctica, given that Antarctica is such a, a tourism hotspot, you know, and, there's, and so many of our, I'm looking through our regular contributors, so many of them have been there. Maybe that's a goal for the next year. Maybe it is. So, look, South there's of... lots of great stories, and that's not to decry anyone else I've spoken to on this service. And it's been a fabulous nine years. And those stories are going to continue as well. We're just shaking it up a little. Sorry, Willie. Willie Nelson, you're going. Baby, love you, but uh, <laughs> sayonara. And we're still going to be collecting and bringing to you these fantastic stories from around the world with our team of, of great travel writers, who, as we mentioned at the top of the right. show, are absolutely everywhere at the moment. All right, so a promise of things to come there. And uh, I'm sure next week you'll enjoy hearing Belinda and Kirsty Bedford launch the Travel Writers Radio podcast and, as we've said, it'll be available on your favourite podcast platform. 